Well, hello, friends. Dr. Missy Clifton here. For those of you who might be new to our podcast, I'm a board-certified dermatologist and the founder of Premier Dermatology and Premier Aesthetics. Um, And as a dermatologist, I've been treating patients with hair loss for my whole career. Most people don't really realize that dermatologists are actually specialists in hair and nail disorders, too. So I've been so passionate about it that I decided to open a new practice completely dedicated to hair loss. Uh, My dear friend, Dr. Lance Manning, partnered with me in this little endeavor. Um, And Dr. Manning is a board-certified otolaryngologist, plastic surgeon, and sleep medicine physician. So he's definitely uh, qualified to be working with us in this uh, little endeavor. Uh, And we started MD Hair Labs in Rogers over a year ago. And we hired this pretty amazing human uh, that is here joining me today, Mr. Josh Throne. He is a talented marketing specialist, uh, has been a patient, and is a friend. And we are so thankful to have you on board, Josh. I'm glad to be here. I I need you to introduce me every room that I walk into. (laughs) I I like the way I'm introduced here. Well, we love you, and we're thankful to have you. So, Josh, when people come to see us at MD Hair Labs, what are what are they what are their concerns? What are they what are they asking about? Well, most of the time, people are coming in because they're wanting to know what's causing their hair loss. So, I tell them, come see us. Let one of our amazing doctors help them figure out what's the cause and the solution. And you know, for our listeners, I guess, Doctor Seek, you talk about you know what what are the most common forms of hair loss that we might see at MD Hair Labs? Yeah, so there are really a lot of different types of hair loss. Um, There's scarring hair loss, and then there's non-scarring hair loss. And the non-scarring hair loss is really the the group of of hair disorders um, that we can really treat with transplant um, and really treat medically in a lot of ways. The most common type is androgenetic alopecia. Is that what I have? That's what you have. Okay. Yes. So male pattern or female pattern baldness is what they they usually call that. Um, And it usually starts uh, in the 20s or 30s. Um, with the receding hairline and guys and a little thinning at the crown. For women, it usually starts with kind of a broadening of the part and a thinning of the top of the of the scalp hair, mm-hmm. um, but not really a receding hairline. Um, we also see alopecia areata a lot of times, which is an autoimmune disorder, which is for some reason your body decides to attack your hair and you get a complete patch of, of no hair. Um, and we can treat that as well. Um, and then really common as of late is something called telogen effluvium. Mm-hmm. And telogen effluvium happens after any stressful event. It can happen after high fever or sickness. It can happen after you deliver a baby. Um, it can happen after even something really happy like a baby and, and or, or a wedding or something right. like that. So it doesn't have to be something bad that happens. Um, but recently, COVID. Right. That's what I was about to ask you. I was, you know, a lot of patients are coming in post-COVID with a lot of different type of hair loss. Actually, I had a friend's, a friend's dad who called the other day and said, hey, listen, came down with this this past spring, and my hair has fallen out by the gobs. He was brushing his hair, and there was so much hair left yeah. in the brush. He'd pull it out. He'd brush through his hair again, yeah. again, full of hair. So what kind of, uh, what kind of alopecia is that? That's telogen effluvium. Gotcha. Um, and it is really distressing to people. I mean, it freaks people out. They think they're going to go completely bald. The good news is um, it usually starts about three months after, but then it kind of burns out over time in most cases. Right. Um, but there's lots of things that we can do. Uh, we can get you on some really good supplements. Probably my favorite is something called Votess mm-hmm. because it's a really good multivitamin, but it also has really specialty protein 
proteins and, and things that really help to rebuild hair. Um, and it has a men's and a women's supplement. Um, so it's really specific um, for the type of hair loss that, that you're having. Um, and there's also a topical that helps to stimulate hair regrowth that goes with that. So that's something that we try to get everybody on. I use that. I like it because I can take it in the morning and then I can just take it at night right before I go to bed and I'm fine. I throw the I throw the topical foam in my hair. It's real easy after the shower. So yeah. that's why I like Botas. Absolutely. Absolutely great. Uh, another thing that I love, and I, I know you love it too, because we sit around the office between patients wearing <laughs> right. it, um, and it's called the, the Theradome. Theradome. Yes. yes. <laughs> and so the Theradome is a laser cap, red light laser, and it really stimulates hair regrowth. MJ, who is our front office person, has seen just ridiculous um, thickness right. coming from just doing that. Right. She's not even doing anything else. We were sweeping the floors on a consistent basis because her hair was just kind of falling out. She'd be like, I feel so bad. My hair keeps falling out. And since she's been using that Theradome, we don't have to sleep sweep, but like, once a week now. Well, that's really good because we have white <laughs> floors and she has really dark, beautiful hair. Right. So uh, that makes it a little easier. Um, less maintenance at MD exactly. Hair Labs. Exactly. That's so good. So we're talking about vitamins. We're talking about the Theradome. What kind of other therapy type treatments that aren't surgical do would you recommend for someone? Okay. Yeah. So there are lots of really other options that are not super aggressive, like a hair transplant. Mm-hmm. Um, first, there's platelet-rich plasma, um, which is where we draw your own blood. We spin it down and we get the platelet-rich portion. And then that's injected into the scalp. Uh, and that stimulates hair regrowth. You mm-hmm. do a treatment every month for three months. That works great if right. you're in your 20s or early 30s. Mm-hmm. But as we age, unfortunately, um, the, that platelet-rich plasma is really not very rich in growth factors anymore. Right. So it really doesn't work very well when you get beyond that age. Um, so there is something called Vidi Pure that I love um, mm-hmm. for people that are in their late 30s, 40s, 50s, and beyond. Um, and it is basically a product that's derived from umbilical cord. It sounds kind of creepy, right. but um, these are um, healthy babies that have been delivered. They donate the umbilical cord, um, and that tissue is screened for every type of bacterial, viral, prion disease even, um, and it's screened for all kinds of genetic disorders to make sure that it's absolutely completely safe. Um, and then that product's flash frozen. When you come into our office, we thaw it out, we draw it up, and we inject it. And I've seen the side-by-side between the PRP at a guy in his later age or a, or a female in her later age versus the Vidi Pure, um, and it's just exponentially larger in growth factors. It's which thousands is, of right, times. Right. Yeah. I mean, it really is ridiculous. Um, I personally have had this treatment, and my hair is better than it's ever been. I'm completely obsessed with it. <laughs> I'm probably going to be doing it every year. Um, so, yeah, I love that. Love that treatment. Um, completely. There is also for people who are very, very needle phobic, mm-hmm. uh, we have a treatment called Caralase, right. um, which is where we run this laser that makes these little tiny micro channels in the scalp. It feels kind of tingly, but it doesn't hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, it makes these little micro channels. And then there's this stuff called Carafactor um, that you put on topically that um, has a lot of growth factors as well. And so that's a great option for people who really can't stand the thought of a needle coming toward them. That's that's also our front office receptionist, MJ, just called me on the way over here to do this podcast with you to let me know that a patient came in who's doing their final round of Carolace and their hair's done a complete 180 and they're so happy. Oh my gosh, I love that. So I, lo- I love when we were able to offer those types of services to people. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. really, really fun to, to get to see this. And, you know, that's the thing I think that's a little bit different about MD Hair Labs, you know, and we'll talk more about that as we go through the podcast. But um, we really stick with you. 
Once you get right. there, you're stuck with us. We're going to, we're going to follow There's you through an entire follow-up process. Yeah. So what, what do you decide or when do you decide that someone is actually in need of a hair transplant? Okay. So when someone comes in to see us and they have pattern hair loss or mm-hmm. androgenetic alopecia, um, and they've really got a lot of thinning. Mm-hmm. Um, if there's a ton of thinning there, you know, some of these less invasive treatments, you know, we can stop the hair loss, you know, with that and all with, with the prescription medications like finasteride and minoxidil. Mm-hmm. But you really are not going to get a ton of regrowth um, when people have lost a lot. Right. So hair transplant becomes their their best option at that point. So what are the different types of hair transplants? Because I know, obviously, there's there's different ways of going about doing a hair transplant. Correct. The entire history of hair transplants have evolved so much Absolutely. since the 1950s. But what are we doing today? And what are the, the kind of like the two main options for okay. people out there? So there's like two big categories. Mm-hmm. The first one is the kind of the, the, the old school way to do it um, called follicular unit transplantation or FUT. Um, And that's where you come in, we numb the back of the scalp, and we literally cut out a strip of your scalp that has a lot of hair in it, and then stitch that back up, close it into a nice little linear scar. Um, We're real good at closing it and making it a tiny little scar that then is covered by the hair um, that grows over it after that point. Um, And then that is sectioned into tiny little pieces and individual follicles and then we make the sites in the front of the of the hairline or in the crown and we just put those little follicles back in so I've, i think i've seen that before obviously even before i was working with md hair labs is you'd see a guy with a real short haircut on the back and he'll have kind of like that linear scar from yep. almost ear to ear on the back of their head yep what's an alternative to that i mean what's if you don't want the scar yeah if you don't want the scar then you want to do the other option which is follicular unit extraction or fue and what that is, is we actually take individual follicular units or hair follicles that have one, two, or three hairs in them and remove them by hand, okay? Mm-hmm. And so it used to be that they would literally take what looks like a little cookie cutter and mm-hmm. do punch biopsies by right, hand. Right. And that was very inefficient and left a lot of little holes in the scalp mm-hmm. um, that were harder to heal. Now we've gotten much more advanced. We actually have... Um, a couple of different devices. We have the Neograft, and we also have the Wow, which we love to talk about right. our Wow, right. um, which are handheld devices that um, help us by vibrating and spinning so that we can remove those follicles a lot more efficiently and really, really safely so that we don't cut them or transect them at all. So that's a great option mm-hmm. for people, especially that don't need a ton right. you know, of hair harvested. Um, for people who really need a little bit more, a lot of times we'll combine using our artist robot. And the robot is super smart and is able to really look at an area on the scalp and pick the hair follicles that are going to be most beneficial. It knows the angle. It harvests all of those little follicles for us. And so we'll harvest as much as we can a lot of times with the robot. And then we'll come back and a lot of times blend it by hand. Mm -hmm. So those are the main uh, FUE options. Um, And sometimes we do a combination of those things. That's one thing I like the most about what we've got going on at MD Hair Labs is that we're not just bringing you in a one-stop shop. We're going to do one hair transplant or one solution for every single patient because everybody's hair loss is is different, right? Absolutely. And that's why, you know, places places like Bosley, they're going to they're going to get you in. They're going to do a hair transplant, and they're going to say, see ya. 
Right. And that's the end. And that's not what we wanted to do here. We wanted to have a really concierge-type approach to it. We want patients to get the medications that they need that's going to keep the hair that they already have Mm -hmm. so that down the line, once they've had their hair transplant, they don't really keep losing more because then they're going to just need another hair transplant down the road. So we get them on medication. We do the follow-ups. We do platelet-rich plasma. We offer the Theradomes, all of those things to really enhance the results that they're going to get and make sure that they keep the hair that they currently have. So when a patient comes in, though, how do you go about deciding which method is best for that particular patient? I mean, what's the process like for you on the on the opposite side of the table as a physician? What are you looking for and how are you to make that decision? So that's a great question. So it really is very individualized and it depends on the person. Mm-hmm. If a guy comes in to see me and he's completely bald on top and he has nothing but the rim of hair around the back and the sides, I'm right. like, buddy, you just you just need to either shave it or rock with what you got going on because there's not a thing I can do. Right. So um, my dad cannot come in. Your dad you. is done. I mean, he's just he's 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 the way he is and we right. love him and that's we just love great. You, dad. We love you, dad, but I cannot do a hair transplant for you, baby. Um, so if someone comes in and they have just very, very minimal hair loss, then I'm probably not going to recommend the robot. We're probably just going to do some hand harvesting um, and you know, give them a few follicles back. If someone comes in and they have a ton of hair loss, um, especially if it's a woman and their hair is very fine, very thin, the robot's not going to recognize it. It's going to be really hard to hand harvest those people, too, because the follicles are so tiny and so so fine. So those patients are really the ones that we say, listen, if you need really want to do a hair transplant, we really need to do the FUT and do the strip procedure. Um, and that's great for women. You mm-hmm. know, the strip procedure, we take it, we make a nice little closure so that it's a tiny little linear scar. And most women wear their hair longer. Right. So you'll never see it again. Mm -hmm. Um, So that is a great option and really probably the best option for a lot of women. So what, what would you say talking to someone on the street, what makes MD hair labs different from chains like Bosley or the foreign transplant um, companies that want like the ones in Turkey. There are a lot of people on social media that post videos about flying over to Turkey. And I know, it's so amazing to me. I'm right. like, why would you go to Turkey when we're right here? <laughs> right. right. Um, you know, and I think it's, they, they've done a really good job of making it really inexpensive over mm-hmm. in Turkey. I don't know exactly how they're doing that. Um, There's different laws. I guess so. Right. I guess so. Um, but they'll, you know, they, they'll fly you over there and all that. But then, you're fly, you're back, and you're here. Right. What if you have a complication? What if you have a problem? So there's no post follow up. You're just out of luck. Right. And so you know the beautiful thing about what we're doing is that we we get you in, we take care of you, we give you the prescription medications that you need. We're there for any kind of pain management. Most people don't have much pain at all with any of these procedures, but if you do, we're here to help you out with that. Um, we're here to make sure you don't get an infection. We're here to make sure that everything heals perfectly. And we literally walk you through the process 100%. We do lots of follow-ups. We see, uh, you know, within a week to make sure that everything looks like it's healing beautifully. Then we'll see every three months until it's been a full year, just to make sure that everything is going just perfectly and we're getting those results that we want. That's what I like so much about what we've done. It's one of the reasons why I wanted to come join you here at MD Hair Labs is because there's a lot of other clinics that it's a one-stop shop. You're paying for a service as like a customer that walks in the door and then walks out the door and they don't really see you or hear from you again yeah. or do any follow-up. But with with you guys, it's, it's, it's more of treating them as a patient and making sure that not only on the day of that procedure – 
but after the post therapy and the post follow up is so important to the to the procedure just in general. We tell everyone that coming in the door is one thing to get a procedure, but what you do ongoing, especially over that next six months, is super, super important. So we've you guys, Dr. Manning, Dr. <laughs> Dr. Clifton, Dr. Ragland, all of you have uh, put together one of the best post therapy programs for men's hair restoration and women's hair restoration. Um, and that's one of the things that really stood out to me because I went through the 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 uh, process of shopping different places right. before you started MD Hair Labs. My brother got a hair restoration procedure long before that. So yeah, I got to kind of see into the window of what that industry was like and how you guys have done it different. And so I'm glad to be here. Well, I'm really glad you came on board. And you know, you've had some of these treatments too. Right, right. right. I've had the hair restoration procedure done. My hairline was falling apart. I was getting to the point where I was just buzzing my head off because I didn't know what to do. And <laughs> and you got to think, I came from an industry where I was on TV there for a little while. And Absolutely. so there's a lot of pressure about having a good hairline. You know, right. when they can see straight into your scalp, they don't like it. Your job starts getting on the chopping block. So, That's a problem. We don't want that. No, we We're don't. We're not into that at all. And I remember coming to you and getting PRP treatments, and you you said, Josh, just stay patient. I'm going to have a solution. We're working on it. We're putting together. Yeah. And, October, and you got some really good results with your PRP. Yes, I did. It was it was stabilizing my loss, which was great. And actually, in the crown, it was putting a lot of hair back in. Right. You said, Josh, I've got a solution coming <laughs> for your hairline. Just be patient. And in October of 2020, I came up here, I got it done, and about six months later, I started blowing your phone up saying, I want to come work with you. And I'm thrilled you did. <laughs> we couldn't have done it without you, so it's going great. We're so thankful to have you on the team. Thank you, Dr. Clifton. And for anyone interested in learning more about treatment options for hair loss, please go to mdhairlabs.com to schedule your free consultation at our clinic in Rogers. It's right here in Northwest Arkansas. Rogers, Arkansas, if you're not familiar, if you're listening, if you're one of the thousand listeners out there from outside the state, it's a beautiful area. You can come check us out as well on our Instagram page at mdhairlabs. There's a lot of cool content that we're putting out and the doctors are kind of giving us a, a back, you know, behind the scenes uh, uh, interviews and a lot of a lot of really cool information from them. And I just really appreciate you having me today. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm thrilled to have you here and we'll see you back at the office a little bit later. All right. So thank you, friends, for joining us. I want to encourage anyone out there experiencing hair loss. You are not alone and we are here for you. Thank you for tuning in to All Things Skin and we hope you will join us on our next episode. Take care. Take care.